Do you wish you could make more fun vacation memories with your family every year? I'm Lynn Mettler, aka Go-To Travel Gal. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I help you learn to travel more by spending less and explain how easy it is for your entire family to fly free. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Families Fly Free podcast. We are going to talk about Disney again today because we know there are so many families out there who love Disney and maybe some of you who are even just dreaming of that first trip to take the family to Disney World or Disneyland. Um, We're going to focus on Disney World more today and I've got another special guest with us. We have got um, Kelly Barker and she helps families plan trips to Disney World because it can be a little bit overwhelming. Um, And so she's been doing this for almost 20 years and has planned more than 750 vacations to Disney World. So I think she probably knows what she's doing. (laughs) So welcome, Kelly. Thank you. Why don't we start by having you just tell us a little bit about yourself, why you love Disney, a little bit about your family. Okay, so um, we um, started going to Disney probably 18 years ago, 18 to 20, and I have four kids, and two of them are married, two are not, (laughs) and a grandson, and so it's just been such a blessing to take them to Disney once or twice per year and to see them grow up at Disney. And um, we just have a love for everything Disney. I think me as the mom, probably the most, (laughs) but um, that's where it all began. Just being at the resorts, walking around the boardwalk and the beach club and not realizing that those were Disney resorts and then finding that out and trying to figure out a way for my family to stay there. At that time, it was $350 a night to stay at the beach club. And I remember crying because I knew that there was no way we could afford to to do that 18 years ago. And so I'm like, I'm going to find a way to make this happen for my family. And that's where my business began just from that. um, Just looking into that and the DVC points and working with owners. um, That's where it all began. And then we started staying yearly at a resort, a different resort every year. Um, So I am a frugal travel coordinator and I love to help my clients save money and I get just as excited as they do. I say I can work with any budget, so <laughs> I will get you there. Right, and that's a great um, you know, niche there because you're not just helping people just spend gobs of money to do no. whatever they want. Like you take the angle of, I yes. wanna help you save. Right on your Disney trip. And of course, that's all what we're all about here at Families Fly Free is helping families be able to travel. Like you just said, like, that was the same reason I started, you know, coming up with this process to fly free, because Mm -hmm. I thought I must figure out how to do this for my family. Like, this could open the doors of travel to us, right? That We've never been able to do so um, sounds like you did the same thing with Disney. So you were just there um, recently, right? Yes, we just got back about six days ago. 
So tell us, um, was that the first time you've been since? No, no. Okay. <laughs> I was also there uh, right after Thanksgiving in 2020. So that was our first time during COVID to go. And, you know, it, it's been awesome both times. The crowds have been a little lower because they're at 35% capacity. Sometimes that's hard to believe because it seems it can seem crowded. It's like, wow, what would 100% capacity right. be like? But the right, the lines have not been that long. Um, we've gotten on the newer, like the Mickey and Minnie uh, Runaway Railway. Oh, we've waited that? Like 25 minutes. How Did you say right? how is that? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, it was awesome. So we've ridden that twice. Um, and it, it's so, yeah, it's a great ride. And so it doesn't seem like we're waiting as long when we go, although the lines appear longer just because of social distancing. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm anxious to check out that ride. I was never a fan of the great movie ride. I don't know. Yeah, I always either. thought it was really boring. Yes. <laughs> My family was always like, no. Corny. Really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a great one. ride. Everybody okay. has loved it that we've taken. Um, so we had 11 with us this time. And then my grandson and his mom came last time in November. And yeah, it's just been great. I mean, you know, you miss the fireworks and the parks close earlier. But, yeah, that's a bummer. But mm -hmm. with the crowds being lower, it just it, it's not too bad because you can get everything accomplished. You can get on all the rides. And you feel like they've done a good job with the keeping everyone as safe as they yes, can. Yes, definitely. Yes. Um, no complaints. They've done a great job. And I know they check everyone's temperature when you go in. Like yes. my big, that's my big concern is I'm sure one of my kids would just be running hot that day, but I know, I know. Have you seen anyone have problems with that? Never. never. And we had such a big group. I was very nervous because I thought, man, if just one person out of our group <laughs> Get, you know, that I've heard they turn everybody away, which I don't right. think they could do that because there's such a mob of people there. I don't think they could turn you away, but um, nothing happened. So I was very grateful for that. And I didn't see anybody else experiencing that around me. So that was awesome. And you said you do some kind of like a special party before you go to Disney. Yes, yes. Tell us about that. Yeah, sure. So I have a Disney party every year before we go. And we have a countdown sheet that I have framed. I probably start it at day 40, 45 prior to going. And it's framed in glass. And so I just use a dry erase marker and mark the day, you know, deduct every day what we're at. Mm -hmm. And I have everybody's name written on it. And then when we have the party, everything is Disney. So we have a Disney waffle maker, brownie maker, um, anything that's shaped like Mickey or Minnie. I get all my magic bands out and make like a tower of magic bands. And um, <laughs> I have plates and napkins and I make a big sign. And I mean, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> so when, like, when do you do that? Ahead um, of trip? Yeah, usually one to two weeks prior to us all flying out. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it just adds to the excitement. I'll send postcards right. to everybody, you know, with Mickey on them. Cause we generally take people, uh, friends and like adoptees <laughs> with us. And so they don't live here at my home. So I send them all like a Mickey and Minnie postcard and yeah, yeah everybody wears fun. Disney attire. And <laughs> yeah. Just, it adds to the magic. It does. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I look forward to doing that. <laughs> So since you've been going to Disney for so long, what are some of your favorite resorts, both, you know, official Disney resorts and, you know, 
not official Disney sure. resort. Yeah, well, typically we always stay at Wyndham Bonnet Creek. And the reason is because there's so much more space for so much less money. Mm -hmm. And then what we do is um, we will stay at another, like a DVC on top of that. So sometimes what I'll do what is- DVC sure. is. At Disney Vacation Club. So I use Disney Vacation Club points to book myself and my clients into nine deluxe Disney resorts that are all there at Disney World. And um, I would say the Beach Club is most likely our favorite because of the pool. So it's the largest sand bottom pool in the world. And it's unbelievable. So what we do, the little hack is <laughs> I get Bonnet Creek for a week. And usually we get a four bedroom presidential, sleeps 12. And then we will check into the beach club while we're staying at Bonnet Creek, but we don't stay at the beach club. So we just get it for one night and a studio like sleeps five. So I can get five on my reservation. And then we can all get into the pool and we can walk to Epcot. And so we get all the perks of staying on property but we don't physically stay in the studio, if that makes sense. Right, so, yeah. That's a, that's and it's a just a way to sure. save, yeah, it's a way to enjoy all, to any of the resorts and to get on the new Skyliner and um, be right on property, take advantage of any transportation that you want. But uh, it, it seems to save a lot of money by doing it that way, if you're not inclined to spend a whole week at a Disney Villa resort and spend, you know, a higher amount of money. So how does, how does that save you? Cause you have to spend the money for the, the room night, right? Uh, yeah, I do. But I think of it as, I think of it as like a water park. So mm -hmm. storm along Bay is just an exceptional pool and highly sought after. And so I think of it like that. I think, well, we're at a water park. We can rest there because we have studios that we can go up, you know, and right. if we want to lounge or something. And then we have that wonderful perk of walking into the back entrance of Epcot, which a lot of people don't even realize exists, but it is so beautiful back there and you're right into world showcase so you don't yeah, have to go through nice. front yes saves a lot of walking it does yes and it's just so beautiful back there and I love going in early because world showcase typically isn't open yet so we can go into the countries along our route and get pictures and nobody's around and so just a great place and um, being at the beach club or the boardwalk gives us the opportunity to do that and just to walk to Epcot. And do you get that for two days? Well, if you stay one night, uh -huh. then you get two days. So I check in like 10 a.m. and we're ready to go, ready to swim and uh, go to beaches and cream, you know, whatever. And then um, the next day, I typically will make that my park day at Epcot or Hollywood Studios since both of them are right there in the backyard pretty much of both of right. Boardwalk and Beach Club. Mm -hmm. So it's just a little hack. I mean, it's awesome to stay at those properties, but if you're looking for the best way to save money, but you still want to experience the magic of a resort, that's just a good way to do it. And it doesn't have to be those resorts. I mean, Animal Kingdom, uh, Bay Lake, all of those, you know, Grand Floridian, they all offer perks of their own, the Polynesian. 
So, um, but that's typically what we do. We've just found that it's just, the rooms are very small at DVC. So if you aren't inclined to get a two bedroom and stay there all week, it's kind of nice to get more space in Bonnet Creek, but still enjoy the amenities of, re of a resort, a deluxe Disney resort. And can you take the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios from Beach Club? You sure can. Yeah. In fact, the new Skyliner um, is right behind the Beach Club, right at the back entrance of Epcot. So that will take you to Riviera Resort, which is new. And it stops right there. Then the next stop is Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. And you get off there and it's kind of like a Union Station. Like you get off and then you can get back on the gondolas to go to... Um, Hollywood Studios or Pop Century or Art of Animation. And they're awesome. They're just fun to ride, <laughs> just to get on. And yeah, we've ride. never done that. So that's, yeah. Oh, you're going to love them. They're so enjoyable. And have you been in the, the new Riviera Resort? Yes, yes. We just, my husband and I love it. And I wasn't excited about it. But then when we went, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is beautiful. And we want to stay here. <laughs> so yeah. Cool. yeah, I was very impressed with it. It feels like, France when you're at Epcot if you know what I mean like I going to the that. pastry shops you hear the yeah. music and it just feels like you're in France awesome and okay let's back up to the Wyndham Bonnet Creek so okay. that one is a timeshare right it is Wyndham um yes but it doesn't feel like it I always tell my clients don't give in to the pressure when you when you go in um to uh well to get your room you know you have to go into the clubhouse and then they direct you to another desk and and they'll try to pressure you to sign up for a timeshare presentation but i just if someone is not inclined to do that just be direct and say no i just think it takes too much of your time and um they should not bother you past that. So if you just say, no, I'm not interested, that should be the end of it. And there's no timeshare. Um, you're just at a beautiful resort and nobody's going to bug you. But do you work with the timeshare owners? I do. I have a couple that have bought into Wyndham. Okay. And so they have points and um, that's what I do then. So if somebody wants to stay at Bonnet Creek, then I will reach out to the different owners I work with and see if I can get the dates that my clients need. And so what's a cost savings of staying at Wyndham Bonnet Creek versus at a Disney vacation sure. property? Sure. Um, well, I'll give you, for instance, like I just had my family of nine in a four bedroom presidential. Well, Disney doesn't have a four bedroom, so I can only, give you the, I can give you a comparison of a three bedroom. So yeah. A Disney three bedroom at my cost with points would come in probably at around 1500 to 2000 a night through, through Disney Vacation Club. That's with the discounted rate. Disney could charge upwards of 2800 to 3200 a night. Wow. Whereas the four bedroom at Bonnet Creek might be 400 a night sometimes lower. It just depends on when you're going and, you know, peak season, of course, is always higher. Um, and then they also have three bedrooms. Sometimes I can get a three bedroom for 
maybe 250 to 300 a night at Bonnet Creek. So it's a quite, it's quite a difference <laughs> in price. Right. Um, and you get a lot you, more space too. You to get play. a lot more space and, and then, but then going, you know, if you really do want to stay in a Disney resort, um, my savings on the points can bring it down, you know, 46 to 55% less than what Disney would charge. So sometimes that's what people want. They just want an official Disney resort so that they get Magical Express, which will be good through the end of this year, then, then it will be discontinued. And that's and, where they take your luggage. Right. They pick you or... up at the airport instead of you having to, you know, rent a vehicle or getting Uber. Uh, there is a savings there, um, but they will be discontinuing that at the end of this year. And why are they doing that? Well, I think they're just looking for ways to save money. Okay. Um, but they also are bringing in a train, like a Amtrak, but I know it's not called Amtrak, but it will be like a bullet train that will take you from the airport to Disney. Oh, and um, I don't know when that will be finished, though, but they I noticed that they were working on it when I was there huh. a couple of weeks ago. That's exciting. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. But yeah. we always rent a vehicle. We just find that we don't want to be locked into Disney transportation. And, yeah. um, you know, it takes about an hour every time you want to go somewhere on a bus. And we just don't want to waste an hour. So we get a vehicle. <laughs> Mm -hmm. get off property every once in a while and get food that's cheaper and right. things like that. Cause there's, yeah, there's so much around there to, Oh eat my goodness. Yes. And... There's so much money to be saved with half price appetizers and different things like that. So we just don't want to be locked into Disney property. So tell us what else you like about Wyndham Bonnet Creek. And it's actually is on property it's yes. not part of disney but is on disney property it is. Right? it's right next to riviera resort and yeah it's just like a hidden treasure i think more people are finding it these days but typically the view that you have from your balcony there's times we can see three parks i call it the five million dollar view because you don't realize if you're up on a higher floor you're looking over all of the villas and you're seeing like epcot and magic kingdom and animal kingdom it's or not no you don't see magic kingdom sorry you see hollywood studios magic kingdom it cannot be seen from there but um it is just so beautiful and when they have fireworks you just have fireworks going off all the time because there's three parks doing them you know right so it feels like you're in the heart of the magic but you're paying so much less and um and it has all the amenities you would find oh my goodness it's actually i always say it rivals the deluxe resorts that Disney has because they have six pools and lazy rivers and outdoor dining and live entertainment. They bring in gators from Gatorland that the kids can hold <laughs> and just like some really fun things that you're not having to pay to play mini golf and shuffleboard and all those things that Disney would charge you to do, you know? Right. Right. The it's only included. thing it's just you don't have the Disney theming. That's all you're losing, really. Yeah, but sometimes it's kind of nice to lose that because if you're going to the parks all the time, you're going to have that anyway. Um, on a, I don't know, I we don't go every day when we're there. We don't like to go to the parks every single day, but right. um, sometimes it's nice to take take a little bit of a break from that. 
but then some people might not want to. So that's why I offer both. It's like, if you want to take a break <laughs> and save money, we can do Bonnet Creek. If you um, want to stay at a deluxe Disney Villa Resort and save money, I'm happy to do either. So tell us kind of the role you play with your clients in terms of booking them at either Wyndham or Disney Vacation Club. Sure. So usually, you know, I'll kind of interview my client and say, what, what do you want? Um, some of them are very much into saving money. They just want to get to Disney. So they'll do Bonnet Creek, but where others want just fully Disney, they want to be immersed in Disney. So then they give me the dates they want. I reach out to owners that have Disney Vacation Club points. And then um, I will let them know what is available because the villas do book up really fast since there's, it's so much cheaper than booking with Disney. And then when I find them something that works for their dates, I you know send them back an email or call them, let them know what I'm seeing along with the price. And then we confirm everything, get them booked. I send them a confirmation and they go to my Disney experience, log it in. And, um, and then just, you know, payment details come after all of that. And then we start working on lodging, or I'm sorry, not lodging, airfare, if they want to talk about that, if they want to talk about food, dining, reviews, itineraries, um, things like that. So I just try to help them save where I can, you know, there's so many ways you can save money on Disney what? property. Let's talk about, um, you know, park tickets, because that's one of the most difficult areas mm -hmm. to save sure. any money on. Do you have any tips for saving? Yes, I do work with a great guy um, who is a ticket broker. He's been in the Kissimmee, Orlando area. And right now, like he has a fifth day free ticket, plus his price is even lower than what Disney would charge for a four day. Sometimes he has free hopper. So we're waiting on that. He's waiting to get his contract reinstated with Disney uh, because of the shutdown. You know, he's been impacted by that. So he should know in a couple of weeks, but uh, pre-COVID, he had hoppers that were free. And I mean, that is an incredible savings. I think it's like $85 savings per ticket. Uh, plus the price is even lower to begin with. Then he had the free hopper or free water park you could choose. So he's very generous and generally has very good deals. And there's just a few select places where you can even save on park tickets. Um, yes. This would be a way to support kind of a local, that's right. long time, long standing local business. Yes, that's so true. Yeah, I love to support him. He's an awesome guy. And what about things like, um, you know, buying, because the ticket prices vary now based on like, yes. demand in the parks, right? So if you can... How do you kind of finagle that? <laughs> well, his, so you have to look at the start date, um, but sometimes his tickets aren't even date sensitive, which I love where you're locked in with Disney. You have to like, if you got a three day ticket, you'd have to use it within five days. That, that's mm -hmm. kind of difficult if somebody gets sick or it's rainy right. and you don't want to go with his tickets. Generally, he tries to have tickets that are not date sensitive and um, they're kind of open maybe for two weeks. So I love that. <laughs> I think that's another great perk. Um, but he, he does have, along with Disney has, where you type in the 
the start date, you know, of when you want to go to the park the first day, if you know that, and that's kind of how they base the price of the ticket. So I don't know though, if that's something that'll be changing, you know, every, right. everything's just kind of fluctuating these days. Right. Now, do you help, um, your clients with fast passes at all, or do you have tips for that? Well, fast passes they're, are, they're no longer a thing at this point. Um, I assume they will come back though. Yes. So, if they were to come back, I definitely, and I always helped my clients with that in the past. Okay. Yeah. And do you have any tips for making uh, the most of fast passes? Well, I always myself personally just want to go with the rides that I knew are the hardest to get on. And I know that just because I've gone year after year, you know, I know if it's a new ride, that's the one you want to try to get a fast pass for. So um, you could do it at that time, pre-COVID, 60 days before you were to arrive to a park. But see, I just don't know if that's going to change. Um, I don't know if they're ever going to bring it back because they're utilizing those lines that they use for fast pass to put extra people uh, for social distancing. Right, right. So, but if they get back to 100% capacity, you would you would think they would have to employ fast yeah. passes again. But Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it would be very frustrating if they yes. didn't. <laughs> right. But virtual lines, you know, that's the new thing. Like Gideon's Bakery uh, opened at Disney Springs. So I did a virtual line two times for that. And that is kind of nice because you just stand in a line, you give them your phone number, and then they will um, text you and let you know when it's time to go stand in line. And so therefore, I mean, yeah, it was a like we had to wait two and a half hours <laughs> just to go to stand back in the line. But at least we could keep ourselves busy doing other things. And that's how Rise of the Resistance is at Galaxy's Edge and Hollywood Studios. It's a virtual line. It is virtual. Now, you don't know if you're going to get it. You try at 7 a.m. Uh, the day you're going to Hollywood Studios. And it is hard to get. But if you get it, then they tell you when to come and stand in line. When we did that, I forgot about this, but at Universal at their Volcano Bay water park, they yeah. have virtual lines there too. And that is very handy because you can just go do other things in the park until it's your time to get on right. the line. So maybe they will move that direction. I think that would be an improvement for sure. Yeah, I think it's very, it's nice just to not have to stand in line. And food is, you know, that's a big thing now, mobile ordering. It can be frustrating. Um, so I tell people, go like start your mobile order early. Like if you're, you know, you want to eat at 12, you might want to put your mobile order in at 11. So we okay. waited like three hours for Woody's lunchbox at Hollywood studios. It was crazy. Um, and of wow. course we were hungry. Yeah, <laughs> so, <that's terrible. laughs> yeah. Yeah. So consider that, you know, putting in orders early, this is kind of like the new thing now is mobile ordering. Right, right. They had that deployed before, but now it's sort of a must do, I guess. It is like you can't even walk up to a counter anymore in certain places. It's a, it can be frustrating. <laughs> so uh, just be forewarned that uh, mobile ordering is the new thing. And um, yeah. <laughs> Two hours before you get hungry, put in. Your right. Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> do you just on in terms of food and dining, do you have any um, tips or recommendations for saving there? Do you, do you um, help many people with the dining plan? We've never found that to be um, to 
to us, it doesn't make sense to do no. that. But. Yeah, I do not. I always told my clients, I am not a fan of the dining okay. plan right now. It's not even offered. So mm-hmm. um, that to me, that's a good thing. But and it's because so many restaurants still aren't open. That would be right. character dining and buffets, um, Ohana, Boma. So it doesn't make sense for Disney to offer that because there's just so many places that aren't even open yet. But um, yes, I believe there's so many ways to save on dining. And um, one of the big things is to get appetizers. So if you want to eat, let's say at San, uh, San Angel Inn, I think that's what it's called, um, in Mexico, in the Pavilion of Mexico at Epcot, mm-hmm. you could go in there and you could spend 36 for an entree or 40, but you could also get a appetizer for 11 <laughs> and share it with your family. You do not have to you don't have to order for every single person in your party. So always remember yeah. that that's a great way to save money, but still take all. I mean, that atmosphere is so beautiful. You can hear the mariachi uh, singers, you can um, get free chips and salsa. And that's just a good way to save money. Just maybe getting a couple appetizers versus entrees for everyone. Yeah, and we we always go eat at Mexico, but we eat at the quick service outside because yes. it's really good. It's so good. It's good right now. Um, I and know. Still just go on the free little ride inside the Mexico. Yes. And you get the, <laughs> the feel of the atmosphere and you get to have the boat ride past everyone else who's sitting there. Right? I know. Oh yeah. It's so beautiful. In there. And it's I usually quick it. to get on too. that. It little. is. Yeah. Not too many people. Yeah, I think don't even know about that ride. We love that. Ride. We, do too. we do it every time. <laughs> yeah. It's called the three Cabreros or something. Yeah. Something like like that. That. Yes. Maybe. Yes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> So yes, we also do. That's our thing at Epcot. We just go from counter service to counter service, and then we all share. And so every country we get something. And most everybody that's gone with us, they always say that's their favorite thing to do. And that that just is so sweet to me. Like they're like, oh, we can't wait to get the fish and chips, and can't yeah. wait to go to France and get the pastries and the croissant. And- <laughs> oh, yes. That's how I am felt. I love that part of Epcot. My kids don't so much, you know, I think, I don't know, I think you appreciate it more as an adult, but yeah, I yeah. spend tons of time going through each country and eating something or they have yes. good, there's a new little, the good pizza place back in Italy. That was new last time we went. That yeah. And that's good. not always open. The, okay. Are you talking about the window? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They only open that during peak season. So the last oh. couple of times I've been there, it hasn't been open. Okay. I think we were yeah. there in October. last. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. good. So Epcot definitely has the best food, I think, and also the easiest way to save. But um, I wanted to tell everybody, too, if you're going to Disney, um, Sprinkles Cupcakes, this is a great way to get a free cupcake is just to go to their website, sprinkles.com. And then towards the bottom, you can sign up for Sprinkles Perks and put in your birthday, but make your birthday the month you're going to be at Disney. So... um, (laughs) And so you want to do it, though, um, like, let's say you're going to Disney on the 5th of October, then you would want to make your birthday like the 1st of October, because they'll send it to you right before that. And you can only use it for 30 days. So you don't want to miss out on getting it. So um, yeah, all of us, every time we go, we get our free cupcake and it's worth five to six dollars. So where is that? It's at Disney Springs, Sprinkles Cupcakes. Well, hey, that's a that's a heck of a tip there. 
Yeah, it's it's so fun. I love it. We all we just give them your phone number and then you're like, I'm here for my free birthday cupcake. <laughs> it's everyone in my family's birthday. Can you I know it? they never question me, but I'm like, well, I mean, we're only getting it once a year. It's not like we're taking advantage. Yeah. You can only get it one time. So <laughs> right. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you have any other as we wrap up here, last hacks, tips? Maybe. Well, yes, I was going to say, since everybody should be flying free uh, yes, through Southwest, <laughs> yay, um, and everybody gets two free bags. So when we travel, we take a whole suitcase of food. So we went we to that whole, too. Yeah, isn't it so awesome? So Hawaii <laughs> last year, 50 pounds of food has saved us so much money. And then when we just went a couple of weeks ago to Disney, I had, you know, all kinds of food, uh, non-perishable, of course, but it's really good to do that and not be, um, not have to pay Disney prices because their food, uh, like their little grocery stores that they have are so expensive. Yeah. Um, I always laugh. It's like, what, $5 for this bag of candy? <laughs> so if you can take your own stuff and um, trading pins too, that's another good one. Get on eBay and last time I got 25 trading pins for $16. Wow. And usually each trading pin is like eight to $10 when you're at Disney. And then you just go around and trade them. My daughter loves doing that. And they have them at all the resorts and Disney Springs and all the parks. And so it's a great way to have your kids entertained, but very inexpensive just to buy the pins on eBay. And so that's like, if you them. don't have pins, you can get some so that they, your kids can be trading them while they're in the park. Yeah. And yeah. I even, I get really excited. I'm like, oh, I want this pin. And <laughs> you can just ask any employee or something, can't you? Yes. You can ask them. And they, now because of COVID, it's a little different, but usually okay. there's stations set up everywhere, you know, somewhere at the resort or somewhere at the park and they'll tell you where to go to find those. So yeah, it's really an exciting uh, hobby, you know, for inexpensive price. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know much about the pin trading. So yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I, it's really fun to do. We don't know much either, but we just go by the looks, you know, like we like that one. <laughs> right. Yeah. And definitely would be fun for kids too, just to be out on the lookout for things and, you know, yeah. excited about the next one they can get. And I think that's great. Yeah. All right. Well, tell us um, how our listeners can find you if they want your help booking their Disney World trip. Sure. So you can email me at K-E-L-L-E-Y-J-3-4 at gmail.com or you can call me. My number is 260-483-1374. And just, uh, I kind of prefer emails only because I get to know you a little better if you can lay out for me what your budget is, um, when you hope to travel, how many will be traveling with you. And, um, and then I can email you back and send you pictures of different resorts or um, give you prices and things like that. So it's just a great way to communicate and be able to um, see, you know, pictures of the various rooms. If you want a Disney resort or if you want Bonnet Creek, I have pictures of all the resorts and I can tell you too how to take virtual tours and things like that. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that, that's a good way to get a hold of me. And then I can give you prices and 
I work with any budget. So I want anybody to be able to go to Disney, even if they say they can't, it's more of a challenge for me. <laughs> I'll get you there. Awesome. Okay. And I'll, I'll list your email and number in the show notes below too. Um, if anyone wants to check that out. And um, so thanks so much for all those great tips, Kelly. That was um, super informative. A lot of stuff I didn't know. So love it. So if, um, if you enjoyed this podcast, everyone, please subscribe, rate, and review it. That helps me spread the word and it helps Kelly spread the word. And um, we will see you on the next episode. Ready to fly your family free? Come join me inside my Family's Fly Free program where you get my simple step-by-step plan and my personal help so you can make more priceless travel memories with your family before your kids leave home. Visit familiesflyfree.com slash join. That's familiesflyfree.com slash join to learn more and get started flying free today.